to the League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. Today we're talking about the Lady of Clockwork, Oriana, who was released June 1st, 2011. What's so close. June? I don't close. know. Early June is like it. Yeah. Every every champion's got to be a Gemini. It's the rule. <laughs> John's a real Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to tell your future just the other day my fortune said i was gonna do something and then i did so i mean <laughs> that's pretty Ooh, good spooky um <laughs> <laughs> it said you do that <laughs> you will disappoint your wife today that could be my that's just fucking, a given. That's yeah, a given. <laughs> that could be my fortune every day <laughs> Uh, yeah. On the right universe page, Orion has a bio and a short story and some very horrifying early concept art. Mm. Horrifying is a strong word. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. It's creepy. It's I mean, stylized. Mm. Yes. She's a very creepy, like, champion. I know. I love her. And you can tell they're kind of trying to, like, move away from that with the new lore a little bit mm-hmm. but no they never redid her voice line so she's still creepy as fuck <laughs> I, I i honestly don't think that they should I, I like her lore obviously we'll get into it um i say stick with the with the creepy if it's... I, kind of, I kind of agree did you read the old lore oh no. you bet i did well of course john. i know john yeah i was curious if because I'm, I'm of like two minds about which i like more and i i think i kind of side with y'all that i like the I guess we'll talk about it when we get to it, but it's like it's very. I think it's very different. I think they've completely changed her around, and oh, the voice yeah. lines don't match up like at all. This in my mind, no, not even a little bit. Yeah, so, interesting. Um, yeah, they are very uh, dark. Her voice lines. That's part of what uh, appealed me to her. Obviously, was um, I liked the look of her a lot. Obviously, and I found it interesting. I like her gameplay a lot. Oriana, I think, is really uh, unique and fun. And she was the first champion. I heard the words "high skill cap" that I wasn't horrendously terrible with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was exciting. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's yeah. Uh, it's weird to like read this new lore and then listen to the voice lines again and be mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is this is the girl who gave herself up to save everyone, huh?" Okay. okay. <laughs> a little, little misaligned. Everyone. <laughs> uh, so speaking of which, what does Oriana sound like? I know you know what she sounds like. She's been your various quotes of hers have been your ringtone for a while. I feel like her notification uh, just, noise. Yeah. Um, when she said "ravage," that was my text message sound for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, none of us are going to be good at impressions of her. How she dare sounds you. like a robot. Um, <laughs> you did write down the two quotes that I think of the most when I think of Oriana. Uh, when you, yeah. Uh, we will kill your enemies. That will be fun. But imagine a robot saying that. <laughs> Just like, yeah. A little mental filter yeah. over all of this. Um, imagine GLaDOS saying it. Time tick ticks away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what makes them tick. I know how to make the ticking stop. Mm-hmm. It really sounded like a GLaDOS impression more than an Oriana. <laughs> They're the same person. No, no. She's a little bit more whimsical than GLaDOS. 
<laughs> they're both happy to be doing what they're doing. And in both cases, <laughs> that thing is killing. <laughs> well, not in, according to her lore. <laughs> no, she's a good girl. Never, never hurt nobody. <laughs> she's a good girl. She's replacing her inner. <laughs> All right, robot. Well, John knows. John knows his ex parody song. <laughs> right, you have to do that one. That's really, really good. Oh my god, mm. and she's free balling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh shit. That's something else. Uh, Please don't say free balling. Oh. I mean, balling has to be the second word, but. Sorry, it's too late. It's free balling. Free balling. Free balling. It's chiseled in the the tablets. There's no no takesies, backsies. John descending from on high with his parody lyrics. (laughs) Uh, Shall I go over Oriana? Rock it. I just have her bio opened. I didn't take notes. I really genuinely wanted to, but our kid did not want a nap today. So (laughs) a lot of my day was just holding her constantly. Mm. This is by Rayla Hyde, Rayla who Hyde. also did the short story. Okay, okay. So, Oriana uh, was a normal girl in Piltover. Her dad's name was, is that, Cor- how do you say that? I was assuming Corin Revit. Corin, because Corin yeah. is like a girl's name, right? Yeah, I would have expected another <laughs> N and an E at the end for yeah. Corin. Yeah. yeah uh, so, yes, Corin... <laughs> I love this uh, this line. Famous for his masterful craft and artificial limbs. Yeah, he just makes uh, steampunk arms. <laughs> they <laughs> look real Corin cool. <laughs> well, yeah, Oriana's his daughter, right? Uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yada, yada, yada. And yeah. she's there, Oriana. <laughs> and Oriana, oh, okay, our right. robot. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Do you want, do you want me to do God, this? I read, this. I, uh, I I read it. <laughs> All right. Oriana. I'm not even going to look at the bio. Yeah, Let's just, just try to see if I remember. Just free ball oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to free ball the shit out of this. They're no swang and deep. Uh, <laughs> so Oriana's dad was pretty protective of her. Um, she seemed really fascinated with Zahn. And he's like, that's a no-go. Zahn's bad and scary. Um, and something about ballet. Uh, he would take her to see dances, yes, plays and stuff. He's like, that's like somewhere safe where um, you can't freeball it with evil people. So so that's what we'll do. And Oriana um, also likes to make little craft work things. She would make little craft work dancers. Um, one day, some there was like a chem explosion in Zon and a lot of people died. And Oriana wanted to go down and help them. And her dad was like, no. That's a bad place. That's the bad place, as I've explained. So Oriana snuck out at night and went to help anyway. And she helped lots of people. And she gave up her mask. And by the time she got back up uh, to Piltover, she was very sick. And her, her lungs, lungs were ravaged. Yeah. <laughs> Just waiting for that. He was staring at me. I was wondering why you were looking at me so intently. And it's because you were it's waiting. It's because you're beautiful and I love you. It was because you were waiting for because <laughs> you're beautiful and I love you. <laughs> get to that part anyway her lungs were ravaged and uh her dad had to replace them with uh some you know fake artificial lungs but the illness kept spreading and so slowly over time he had to continuously replace her parts until all that was left was her human heart uh 
Mariana at this point was like not really herself anymore. She kind of still made little trinkets, but didn't really know why she was doing them. There wasn't any heart in them anymore, despite having a heart. (laughs) But uh, then her dad gets sick. He got sick and she had to give up her heart in order to save him. So she replaced her heart with an artificial one. No, no, no. She got the hex crystal, right? She got a hex mm-hmm. crystal from McKen Baron, made her ball so she can now truly free ball it wherever she goes as her um, uh, no heart desires. And yeah, Corin got, got her heart. She doesn't need it anymore. And then she left him. Is that what happened in the yeah. end? She's just yeah. like, peace, dad. I'm not really like your little girl anymore. Yeah. Well, because she like, you know, she had a debt, and I think she was afraid that right. they were going to come after. Yes, the Kembarans were going to come after her. That's dad, true. Probably. Yes. Oh, they ran out. Of, that's right. They ran out of money, and they eventually had to move to Zon. I forgot about that part. Sorry. Because um, her dad owed money. Because um, yeah, for... he's spending all his money trying to like replace yes. his daughter's like yeah. body parts, and uh... so eventually they were living in Zon. Yeah. By the time all this was over, so how does Singe come into play with this? I mean, uh, is Corin singed? Corin might be. No. We never learned singed's name. Okay, it's, it's completely this... feasible that they they started calling him singed after, after the explosion that singed his face. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's fair. So this could be um, singed's backstory as well, but probably not. Was singed like tied to her old lore? Is that no? No, no. that's Why just an arcane thing. That they were connected. Thing. Well, cause, oh, cause it's just an arcane, arcane thing. Okay, yeah. you're right. I, li- I, I kind of like the idea. I don't know Singe uh, lore, obviously, but I do kind of like the idea that this man is Singe. <laughs> I do like the idea of like having like a loving father who slowly had mm-hmm. to replace all his daughter's parts until she was no longer human. And then at some point after losing the daughter that he had replaced all the points for, he became no longer human just because of his own like... God, what do I have to live for anyway? Fuck it. I'm going to make some shimmer. I'm going to cause chemical warfare in Ionia. Fuck it. Yeah. He did I break mean, bad, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does break bad a little bit. Um, uh, you and, know what and I mean? I, I, he also kind of like, it, I'm just basing this off Singed and Arcane. I don't know what he's like in League, but he seems to separate people from his experiments in a way that's really interesting that I could see having happened after everything that happened with Oriana. Mm, yeah. Sure. Yeah, and it kind of goes yeah. along with, you know, there was a father-daughter relationships, a big part of what's going on in Arcane Season 1. So continuing mm-hmm. that in Season 2 could be an interesting through line. I feel like they'd probably try and get in some other themes and ideas, but it would be a nice, like, maybe connective tissue between the two. I think it could work totally yes. fine for Arcane. I mean, for, like, League Prime, whatever universe, since just <laughs> way more maniacal and, like, just a a war criminal type shit you know he's very mangala yeah. you know he can't really it would be kind of weird there i think but for arcane it's a much more you know it's more mature right mm-hmm. you know? yeah and there's like i mean i could see the singe that's in arcane i could see have having having come from a place where he was a good person and yeah. he's just not anymore I it's could, interesting i could see that yeah. yeah i also maybe just want to see oriana i think I yeah <laughs> i mean she would Go really well with Victor. I think that's like something I feel a little disappointed because I, I didn't know what Oriana's lore currently was. I knew I knew the old lore, um, and I was. It's like she has a lot of like she could interact with Blitzcrank. She could interact with Victor. There's a lot of like potential there, but she's really mm-hmm. underwritten. She has like the one short story, so she doesn't. They don't explore any of those avenues. So you could totally have her in there with Full Metal Victor, you know, and <laughs> get into that. 
Oh, that'd be great. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I love uh so when when her when her lungs started failing, it said that like after weeks of sleepless nights, uh he developed, you know, these lungs to replace hers and like after weeks this dude <laughs> developed the world's first set of fully functional mechanical lungs fucking dude was a mad lad he was that good, good. said so something i kind of yeah. like in the old lore that they i think harp on more is that like it he kind of drove himself this also could, would kind of tie into arcane sins is that he seems to have driven himself almost to madness in doing it in in the old lore here it's I a lot more like it, everything's a little nicer. This is like the Disney version of the old lore. Where like, oh, he's just a loving father. But in the old lore, he's like, yeah. his place is fucked up. And that's the only thing that he's obsessed with is getting Oriana back. But, yeah. Mm, okay. You know. I mean, to be fair, it was not a slow replacement of parts in the old lore. Yeah, that's also true. It's oh, okay. <laughs> I do kind of like the idea here where it's very slowly happening. But I, yeah, I would like it if it was less Disneyfied. That's a good way to to put it this does feel like the beginning of a pixar film and he was very mother gothel right oh yeah like make it like specifically putting a key on her lungs oh, that yes. he needed oh to God. wind so that she You're could right. not go to honestly <laughs> we say he's a loving father but he he did he made it so her lungs had to be wound up so she couldn't leave home for too long that's <laughs> fucked up that is very mother gothel actually it <laughs> we're is. saying I, disney like it's very light but <laughs> i wish that that's something that got more play Frankly, yes, the, yeah. I guess the thing is, mm-hmm. is that the story portrays it as a loving relationship. When it's like it that detail yeah, is a very re- like, con- it's dark, you know. That's really dark. It's very controlling. It's super abusive. Um, yeah, that's true. That, and like, what that, happens that, if she does go anyway? Does she just die? Does she sure. die, or does she just like shut down for that a would minute? Be, but no, I feel like he would just die. Like she would just die. Yeah, that would be a that would be a great little short story. She's. It's like um. It's a little like Nightmare Before Christmas, right? A little little Sally yes. and the Doctor, you know? That's and, very Sally. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think what I like, too, about it is that, yeah, it's a wrong thing for him to do, but at the very least, you can understand his perspective, because the one time she went out and did shit, oops, my lungs are fucked, and I got turned into a robot. Yeah. You know, it's like, character motivations make a lot of sense in those things. I, I wish that was, like, the core of what happened after she, like... As in like the whole second half of the bio, rather like it's one mention, and then that's all we ever hear mm-hmm. of that key, except that she, yeah. she gets it when she leaves. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how does she feel about that? And I would like mm-hmm. the idea of like her having a more complicated relationship with him because she does kind of like go through a lot to make sure he doesn't die. And I understand why she does that. That's he's like the only person who's ever been in her life, really. And that's a really complicated relationship. I think to see her struggle with that, like this, I'll. Obligation, like I have to save him, but now then I have to go because yeah. <laughs> I've literally I'm literally giving up the last part of myself. Yeah, and I this... mean, speaking of the the comparison between this and Nightmare Before Christmas, also her her parting thing where she just like slips him a sleeping potion and then cuts him open <laughs> <laughs> to do open heart surgery <laughs> on. <laughs> It's true. How easy is open heart surgery in Runeterra? I mean... <laughs> Oriana's st- no doctor. She's very smart, but being intelligent and making little clockwork ballerinas doesn't mean that you can cut open someone's you chest know, cavity. I made an well, she knows what makes two. them tick, and she knows how to make the ticking stuff. So, talking about old lore, I read a very new... like a. I read two bios, one that was the old Institute of War one, which is completely different, and then one that was very recent 
um, which was pretty much this, but it had a lot more like things fleshed out, and I kind of liked it more. I don't know why they went with this version, and it uh, mentions things like that where she is, she is really good. She kind of takes over running the business when he's starting to get sick, um, and it also goes into a little bit more of these weird interactions between them, where like there are times where he has to kind of like she's becoming more and more like a weird automaton, and he has to like correct her when she's like behaving like a weird robot, or <laughs> like oh. yeah, he takes her back to the theater and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she yeah. leaves, she leaves the like halfway through and she's like oh i've learned everything i need from from this instead of like enjoying it like she used to and i like i wish i wish we got some of those interactions back a little bit i oh, like really that cool. that is really cool cuz they yeah. just kind of tell us that she isn't connecting as a human anymore they don't give us examples like that mm-hmm. i like the idea that she leaves during like leaving halfway through a movie and being like oh okay i i get it now <laughs> Yeah. And the old lore was actually like the even the original lore was actually very good at drawing that distinction of like shit she was trying mm-hmm. to do to seem more human. Yeah, the That's judgment in particular is pretty good. I really like the yeah. judgment for her. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this one has. I think this one, the dreaded p word, has a lot of potential. There's a lot of things you could get into with what's set up here. I think it's just that, like I said, she's got one short story, and I like the short story, but uh, yeah. This is like this a, is a weird one to even say potential on because they have alternate versions of this that are better. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> including potentially the original. I mean, obviously the original is more roughly written, but like thematically, like I mean, yeah. obviously they had to get rid of it because it was tied very heavily into the league. But <laughs> it's true. I I do feel like you could probably just tweak some things and you could get it there. You know, I think when I say potential, it's like I know I mentioned Victor, I mentioned Bloodscrank, Camille. Camille's like. Like, almost like a weird mirror to her, right? What was the last thing she gave up with her heart? And what's the one thing Camille's, like, really got is that that heart? You know, it's like, it's almost written as if that was an intention that has never been followed up on. Um, I don't think so. Oh, that's really interesting. Because, yeah, you're right. Oriana is kind of like, I don't even want to say the dark version. Because Camille's story is really dark, too. Where she's, but she's like... Camille's um, the dark version. Yeah, she's willingly creating, getting these upgrades. Yeah. Whereas Oriana, you know, they're essential to her. Yeah. Living. Yeah. But and family yeah. is the a difference big thing between living in Piltover and Zan. Oh, <laughs> sure. oh shit! I like that. Uh, this one I'm saying is Oriana. Oriana is like a foil to like multiple characters in Zon, in this region, and it's 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 so. Like I said, it's like there's a lot of potential, and it's kind of a shame that she doesn't get to explore like interactions with Blitzcrank. Who's, which they go into a little bit in the old lore, like the comparison between the two. Um, or Camille, like I said, I think that's a great avenue for storytelling with her. But Yeah. Mm. <sighs> yeah, we could do some real cool stories here if they want. Honestly, I would be, I would be just happy if they did a VO update that even touched mm. on some of these um, connections. Like, that would be a good start because just, like, the stark difference between the new direction they wanted to take her lore and her VO is jarring. <laughs> yeah, to say the yeah. least. Yeah. Uh, I guess also, I thought it this. was very cute uh, that... So, basically, she owes a ton of money to a chem baron for this crystal that she made of her heart. And uh, she was afraid that they were just going to... Um, like do bad stuff so she's like oh okay i'm gonna uh i'm gonna put this heart somewhere where they can't get it i'm gonna give it to my dad and i feel like she has never met a chem baron in her life (laughs) (laughs) 
if she thinks that that is gonna maybe they, be a safe place for that heart maybe she hopes they won't know that's where it is or would be able to tie her to him i don't know yeah i mean to be fair is the is what they're after not the hextech crystal which is in the orb right the ball yeah. so i mean you're, you're right though right like they're on the Where's the first well, they, place they're, they're going to fucking look? The crystal. They're after like payment for the crit because they, yeah, I mean, they sold true. it to her fair and square. She just never paid them. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was. And it seems like paid... going after the organs of uh, your loved ones is the favored way of getting payment. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was that she paid them, but they did that mob thing where like, like it yeah, doesn't matter how much payment you pay them. One. Yeah, they'll just keep <laughs> yeah. you're just indebted forever. Um, you're yeah. you're completely right, and that would also again that would be a a nice little if you wanted to add a little more darkness to it. You know, you could you could kind of pull the trigger on, on that where she's got like a, and since she's become so detached, she doesn't like get that. Like, Oh, it doesn't work that way. It's not about like this sort of fair equivalent exchange. Like they're just going to take whatever they can from you, you know? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, but she's, she's very, uh, she's very ship of Theseus in this version of the story, as opposed to the old version. It's, uh, you know that like that thought experiment like hey if you replace one piece of a ship how many essentially like how many pieces oh. do you have to repair before it is no longer the same ship right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i feel like we've talked about that even i've just never remembered the, the name of it because <laughs> it came up in uh uh wandavision too <laughs> oh yeah you have explained that to me before <laughs> oh I'm, i've not watched it <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, do we want to hop into Firum? Is that what we're? Mm-hmm. Firum? I didn't know how to pronounce. I said Firum. Yeah, that's kind of where know. I went. Yeah, my mind went to Firum too. So mm-hmm. we'll go with Firum. Sure. The fiddle six and classic. Rayla, if we're Firum. wrong, hit us up. I guess Firum would maybe be. P-Firum fo P-Firum I smell the blood of an English shmorum. Uh, theorem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is following Oriana. She's going to like a fairground kind of after, after hours. Um, cause there is a, there is another automaton there. Which, which fair? Because it's the best name for a fair. I don't remember. It's got three or four F's in it. It's like. S- Sir Feisterly's Fantastical Fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the writing on this one. I like like the description of the fairground after hours, where it's describing like the trash and like these wax papers that would had candy or or pastries in them and stuff. Um, but there's an automaton there, and she and Oriana wants to go and talk to Firum, who's this automaton, and she starts talking to him, and she's, um, you know, they're they're talking back and forth, and she's kind of connecting with him, and there are these moments where like she'll shrug her shoulders and kind of internally or maybe even externally talk about like how it's a new gesture that she's trying out. It doesn't quite know if it she's using it correctly, but she's she's trying to kind of connect with Theorem. Um, and as she's talking with him, she's kind of talking about like, you know, I want to go see the world, you know, and so I like to ride, uh, ride the rising howl and watch the, the sunset, you know, and look out at the open world and I want to get out of here, essentially. And she kind of wants Theorem to come with her. Uh, and at the same time, there are a couple of guards, you know, just kind of night watchmen. They're like, hey, what are you doing? And they start giving her guff. And so the ball starts. It's like a little action piece gets kind of like jammed into the story where the ball starts fucking with these guards as she's trying to fear him is in a, a glass like container. And she's trying to get him out. And as she's trying to get him out, 
the things that he has said during their conversation start to get repeated and the things he had done, like he had done little magic tricks start to get repeated. And then they're not really reflective of the situation. And as things continue, Oriana kind of realizes, Oh, he doesn't really have a consciousness. He's just, it's just like a little sideshow type thing that just gives responses and just goes through a preset loop instead of like things that it does. She realizes there's no spark of life in it. And, and, and she leaves. And that's that's just kind of the end of the, the, the story. I don't remember what she does to the Night Watchman. I think she just knocks him out. And she's kind of leaving. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Which, I get it, Ori. Like, we've all been tricked by smart chatbots before. You know? <laughs> you thought that this boy wanted to go with you. I thought I uh, Cam I was... Girl and OK Cupid wanted to play Smash Brothers with <laughs> no. me. We've all been there. <laughs> I thought Smarter Child was my best friend. <laughs> Fear him just needed like $12,000. He's, he's got a prince. Over in Nigeria, <laughs> you know. So yeah, she fails the Turing test a little bit, but it's you know. Aww. I liked this. It was very mm-hmm. sad the like dawning realization she had that he was just a toy, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think like as a reader, I kind of that was my assumption going in, but the way his responses were like well curtailed enough, or yeah, to, or not curtailed, they were. They matched with what she was saying enough. I was like, maybe. Like catered. Catered. Yeah, that's the word. That's the C word I'm looking for. Um, I was like, maybe he is and something will happen and, and like maybe it won't like won't work out. But then like as she's this action sequence picks up and he starts like he's pulling flowers out of his sleeve like he did kind of at the start of the story. I'm like, uh, that's mm-mm. No, mm-mm. It's, it's, it's a little tragic. It's, I like it. It's, it's sad. Yeah. And despite loving the name... Sir Feisterly's Fantastical Fair for the name of the fair. Uh, Sir Feisterly's Fantastical Fair Friendly Fearum is is too much for the name of this attraction. <laughs> that, was, that was too too many uh, okay. Fs for John. Okay. You need two lefts. They, they cross the line. Five's your limit or whatever. Five Fs. It's too many. Uh, I uh, we talked about like the um, the different expressions that he was trying out. I really liked this line in here where Firam said, your smile is, and she said, fabricated? Yes, I'm still mastering certain expressions. <laughs> He's like, uh, beautiful. <laughs> was the word I was going to go for. <laughs> she sounds very data to me in some of those interactions where like, yeah, she, oh. she, you know, she can kind of communicate like in a way that is a facsimile of uh, emotion but is, is still at the core, you can tell, is still just replicating it a little bit, um, which I like. You know, that's an interesting way to take her, especially if you're not going to do it with, like, Blitzcrank, you know? But, yeah. Uh, there, was a, there was a quote here, too, that said, uh, Oriana's clockwork ball hovered besides her as she passed a stall overflowing with roses, which, according to a sign, smelled like each day of the week. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what scent is associated with Monday, <laughs> But I bet it Darn. sucks. <laughs> oh, I Mondays, go. am I right? I think you're going to say lasagna or some bullshit. No, he wrote that whole joke in his notes, by the way. So he didn't forget <laughs> to say Even down to the am I right? And he spelled it A-M-I-R-I-T. <laughs> Just did, it ha- did it have pause for, for, for laughter? You're letting people peer behind the curtain. 
<laughs> He's just. So I'm gonna be honest. I don't think anyone heard that and thought that was like a off the cuff joke bit that you just did. You know, I'm maybe I'm very clever. I feel like maybe you're undercutting how clever you I am are, off the cuff. But your clever, clever off the cuff jokes are really funny. Do you not remember the free balling? <laughs> yeah, the free balling <laughs> was great. Earlier. You didn't write that down, did you? I don't see that anywhere in your notes. Mondays, he, am I right, folks? <laughs> he's our own theorem, right? Like we're slowly realizing <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, oh man! Also, fun thing: she walked by a wind-up monkey holding a pair of symbols yeah. in this story. Mm-hmm. Well, little, little fun call. Do you want to write down your joke that you wrote next to that? No, I already wrote that, that it happened. It? Oh, oh, I see. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, he put run afterwards. <laughs> Is it in you all know, Sometimes I just... Some, <laughs> no, 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 but no, it does no. have an exclamation point. It does point. have an exclamation point. <laughs> sometimes I write things for me, you know? <laughs> she walked by a wind-up monkey holding a pair of symbols. Run! <laughs> sometimes I write it down and then I decide in the moment... It's not right. <laughs> that I'm too good for it. <laughs> too the good Mondays for it. Am I right, folks? Well, <laughs> yeah, that one was fun. gold. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's that. That's what we have of Canon Oriana. Um, I like it, but I don't have the reference to her old lore. What I didn't like is how it does not fit her in game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. I really liked her quotes. That was something I I remember the first time I like noticed what Oriana was saying when I was playing her. I was like, oh, you're creepy as shit. I love that. All right. Yeah, I kind of like it too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think even and uh, the ballet thing doesn't really work for me. I don't really get the ballerina thing, but <laughs> yeah, that feels super shoe like shoehorned in uh, in this one especially. Yeah. Like that's something that mm-hmm. could work again if you had a story where she was, you know, you could you know it'd be great a little story where you compare and contrast little girl Oriana and she's watching the dancers and she's appreciating all of the their graceful movements and then like now Oriana and she's just like analytically like ooh, this one steps like in three-quarter time, blah, 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 blah. You know, like really comparing and contrasting yeah. how she's changed. Mm-hmm. That could be a fun thing to do. Um, but what mm-hmm. you were saying about like not even just VO, but the um, like the way her, her like, I don't want to say idle animations, but just the way her character model like moves and shit like in-game is just like when she's standing around, it's all like twitchy and it just looks weird. Mm-hmm. And that's something they even get into, again, in the judgment is that she moves in the old lore in ways that are unnatural <laughs> and kind of off-putting. And, and it's something that's like super communicated well in the way her character looks in game, um, but doesn't line up with this shit at all, right? No, it's way I, I like I like creepy Oriana I, as much as I like this story. I I don't like it necessarily for Oriana, and I'm very interested why they changed it because it's not like they're doing anything with Oriana. It's not like they want to make her good because they want her to be a hero elsewhere in Runeterra, at least not that I've seen. So why didn't they make her less creepy and kind of villainous, I wonder? That's a really good question. (laughs) That's a really good question. (laughs) So do we want to talk about the old lore then, since we've been talking about your ass, we do. Dying to know what the old lore is. Alright. Okay. So original, original bio. Mm. OG. Uh... Her dad is still specifically called out as Corn Revic. Okay. They didn't add that. That's original lore. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is actually like a dancer. Okay, so um, that makes more sense that she was a dancer before. Immediately, not that immediately she just likes dancers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she is obsessed with league champions, and she really wants to be in the league. So she starts. She's training like she's like hardcore uh, training for it. 
Um, and actually, the bio does not give specifics about this. We don't get specifics about this until the judgment because um, they're very vague in the bio. But it said that she died while training and her dad couldn't save her. So he built a replacement and then gave her life with an infinity gear. And that's Oriana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think you can mesh these. Uh, she could be a dancer. I like the idea that she's obsessed with something, you know, dangerous, which could be something in Zon. It doesn't have to be, you know, sure. tied to the league. league champ. Yeah, the league. Yeah. Uh, I do prefer her slowly needing her body parts replaced, though. <laughs> I find that gruesome. <laughs> yeah. But- we get we get some cool elaboration in the judgment okay. as to what exactly okay. happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, so yeah, when we're doing, <laughs> so like Mark mentioned, there's like immediate talk of like how weird she is. Um, they said <laughs> the senior summoners all creeped out because there's nothing behind her eyes and everything she does is a human movement, but just slightly off. <laughs> yeah, I think they even <laughs> compare it to Blitzcrank and they say, well, Blitzcrank is a robot. But there's like a nobility, and there's like you can see a spark of life. Oriana is like an, something that is dead inside and is attempting to look like it's alive, and it's just like completely mm. different, subtle but mm. very like uncanny valley. You can immediately tell there's nothing behind those eyes, and I, I, I it's like that's how it opens yeah. with her, and I love it. <laughs> they also mentioned something, and I don't know, I don't play enough Oriana to know if this is actually something that is in game. It's not referenced fucking anywhere else. But it says uh, there's a floating ball, equal parts clockwork, and some kind of electronic techmaturgy. From time to time, a strange eye on a stalk would emerge from within the sphere, examining the surroundings. Yeah. I, I'm the fuck fairly is that? certain that's in game. I, that, I is think, it? I'm pretty sure. Where? Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure. It, maybe it's, it's, I think there's a specific like, a taunt, taunt or, or joke animation. Okay. That, that little like, telescopic lens type thing pops out. Man, I, yeah, because I hadn't seen that shit ever. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm talking enough in game. I got <laughs> it. some D and D bullshit. Um, so then they're looking in her brain, you know, because the part of the judgments <laughs> they, they look in your judgments. they look in your memories, and so they look in her mind and they see some memories, and they're like, "Wait, Oriana, are these your memories?" And then <laughs> bom, they said, bom. "The clockwork girl laughed. It wasn't playful. It was cold and mechanical. Those are Oriana's memories." I am Oriana. My father says so. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we find out that Oriana had been training. And she had a trainer that was actually like training her to be a league champion. And her trainer had a training turret that would actually fire at her. Um, so they were learning how to tower dive <laughs> yeah. on this specific day. <laughs> he literally uh, says it's time to learn how to tower, how to tower oh dive. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> um and he sets it so that when the turret hits her, it'll like hurt, but not like kill her. But something goes wrong and the intensity never turned down. And it says the first blast took her off her feet, knocking her into the ground, winded. She attempted to get up. The second blast wasn't far behind. She tried weakly to get up, blood trickling from the corners of her mouth. After the third, she didn't get up. That's what happens anytime I try to tower dive. You know those Oriana tower dives, man. They're just too, too yeah, strong. Yeah. I like the idea though that you could be learning how to CS like <laughs> for like years. It's it's 
And you might <laughs> die doing that shit too. It's <laughs> like Hunger Games. <laughs> Training for the games. Uh, and then like the senior summoner, everyone for formality replied, we have entered your mind, Oriana. How did this make you feel? The clockwork girl giggled in an inhuman way. It was fun. I like memories, don't you? Uh, so they let her in, because why not? Um, and they want to make sure that she understands what that actually means. Like, hey, do you know the responsibility that this means if we let you into the league? Like, yes, I will play by the rules of your institute. I will be a good girl. <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> said Oriana made a sound that was supposed to be like a girl squirrel of glee and hugged the ball. While it might have been touching, it was, unfortunately, only horrifying. <laughs> um, but yeah, ah, this version of her is clearly what her quotes were for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it fits it fits much better. Yeah. And like I said earlier, there's also a moment where she's talking to these summoners and like her whole body is stuck one way and the head turns, I think, unnaturally like too far to look at them. And then like as she's talking, the rest of the body like jerks into motion to line up. Um, again, lining up with how she kind of moves around and her, her model looks in-game. You know? Yeah. I'd be disappointed if they changed the way her model looks when you're just standing there, though. I like it so much. Oh, yeah. No, they can make that work still. That still looks good. <laughs> yeah, I, I like this more. I don't. She doesn't have any, any JOJ articles, right? Yeah, not that I could find. Yeah, but just for like just these her two nudes pieces. haven't leaked or anything? <laughs> it's just, just a blueprint. <laughs> It's like that bit from Futurama. Uh, Blitzcrank gets a hold of him. His eyes zoom out. (laughs) Baby, I'm so sorry. Oh, now you're good. Oh, my God. (laughs) The blueprint. (laughs) They would write that, though. That's the thing is that that's absolutely yeah. true. If they had thought of it, they would have written that. And that would have been the entire joke. <laughs> They're kicking themselves right now, Mark. They're right? so pissed. God damn it. Some guy who doesn't hasn't Ori's- worked at Riot for eight years is like. Oh. <laughs> Could have had her blueprints leak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's a, uh, yeah, that's canon and old lore Oriana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I think we've expressed how we feel about it. Yeah. Write some more stories with the pairings that we want to see. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Take your fucking pick, really. Like, she is primed to, to explore a bunch of things about Piltover and Zon. Because she's also mm-hmm. been in both places, too. You know? So she's she's got that perspective on both places. You know? she's She's got a lot of potential. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious where... Oh, my gosh. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> this lore is so boring. <laughs> we have babies. Um... <laughs> I'm curious where she fits in now. Does she blend into these places? It, no one seemed to stop her at the fair when she was mm. there. Um, does she fit in in Zon? Does she fit in in Piltover? What is she up to? What's Ori up to? What's That's a doing? good question. Mm. Uh, what's her day-to-day like, you know? You could do a whole thing where, like, she's got, like, a sect within Victor's weird little mechanical cult. Because it seems like they would mm-hmm. be really big on her. She's super... She's She is, like, their... She's like their Jesus, almost, if you think about it. (laughs) (laughs) To be sacrilegious. I'm just saying, she did the shit that they want to do. They have her blueprints pinned all over the (laughs) (laughs) Unironically, though, right? Like, she goes into a place, and they're all, like, worshipping, and she realizes, these are my, like, designs and schematics and shit. Mm, And maybe they don't even realize that 
that's her you know yeah. they've never seen the pieces put together yeah i like mm. it <laughs> mm, okay. i got nothing i read else. that short story out to uh the baby by the way when i was yeah, trying to get her to sleep oh <laughs> uh, she fell asleep so so i'll take it <laughs> that's what my goal was <laughs> but i was like i really need to read this lore <laughs> you really need to sleep so i'm just gonna read it out loud two birds one stone yep all right mm. now she's part of a bunch of cinematics weirdly because i don't feel like are they mostly all just world like, stuff okay world mm, stuff yeah. yeah so starting out she's part of well okay so she is listed <gasps> on the wiki oh God, so as being part of road to the cup the 2013 um, world's uh, cinematic, the one that, uh, you know, Studio Mir did. I did not see Oriana at all. So it, the wiki insists. Somebody find her for me. I haven't seen it in a while. Do you need a binky for those hiccups? John is birthing so I don't right trust now. them. Blah. <laughs> 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 Uh, now, she's also part of Ignite, the 2016 world's theme. Uh, the Oriana clip is uh, featured. Uh, it highlights when toys from TPA picked off uh, Cloud Templar Shen in the jungle. I remember seeing that shit IRL, I yeah. will say. That's one of the few things yeah. I remember like actually fucking seeing. It's pretty I fucking do. cool. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't get to see mid laners hundred to zero tank shens anymore. That's no. a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing of the past. Uh, she was also in the Make History twenty eighteen mid season invitational. Uh, Oriana shows up with Lee Sin and Ash when the narrator talks about building a dynasty. You know, she's just kind of a still frame, but she's there. <laughs> uh, she's in the Burn It All Down twenty twenty one world's theme where uh, Chovy, as Oriana, is fighting Showmaker as Syndra, which is bad luck for him because Showmaker is Showmaker. Mm. It goes as you would expect. It's a little ball sure. battle right there. Yeah, a little ball battle of the balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, in the Mac client cinematic, uh, Mundo's Newton's Cradle pendulum is made up of Oriana balls. And whenever one gets one on the end gets hit, a blade pops out, which is pretty cool. And I kind of wish that they made this as an actual product you could buy. <laughs> <laughs> I read that in your notes that it was made up of Oriana's balls. And I was like, <laughs> now, obviously, we talked about the fact that she still got old VO. There's not a lot of quotes. Um, the only one that I have here, like a note on, is the "I know what makes them tick. I know how to make the ticking stop." is word for word the flavor text from the organ grinder magic card. Interesting. Oh, weird. Hmm. I don't know what I don't know that card, but that is that is interesting. Yeah. I'm going to look that shit up. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's a U time. Yeah, I got to get right. those skins up. <laughs> Which up until the most recent event, this would have been a very quick section, but now she's <laughs> part of Star Guardian, so you know how it goes. <laughs> Uh, first up, we have Neighborhood Nightmare, set in a world where champions are gothic monsters. Neighborhood Nightmare officially encompasses Fright Night and Goth. And this one is Gothic Oriana. <laughs> her father gave her the light of life, and yet, Oriana always preferred the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I love 
about that. <laughs> I like that. God. Uh, we got Toy Box. Nar's toy chest is brimming with priceless treasures, but when no one's home, his toys take on a life of their own. This one is Sown Chaos Oriana. This is one of my favorite skins, by this the way. It's pretty game. fucking cool. Even the bravest children shy away from Oriana, a raggedy whispering doll as old as the house itself. Some toys just aren't meant to be played with. Better Gwen. Uh, I mean, I, I'll just I'll say it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to make a worse squid. Oh, oh it's so get, mean. I mean. Why does Seraphine get the heat? Is this all I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Gwen was way more disappointing, in my opinion. That's fair. Mm. But again, I heard, like, a doll come to life, and I was like, hell yeah. And it was fucking Gwen. <laughs> Go on. Next up, we got Event Horizon. In the vast darkness of space are born terrible, beautiful things. Cosmic creatures of sublime love and the unknowable monstrosities of the Dark Star. These are the children of silent gods, and they are finally coming home. In this, in this AU, Oriana is a pure corruptant born from the remnants of star systems consumed by the Dark Star. This one's Dark Star, Oriana. Born out of the remnants of a magnificently advanced system... Oriana serves the Dark Star with meticulous precision. She dances across galaxies in an endlessly horrifying performance. The only witness is the silent trail of destruction left in her wake. And they have a short story listed here called Submit to Infinity, which is actually just like the kind of the marketing lore blurb from the microsite when she was released. The weird thing is that it is almost identical to her other lore blurb. The only change is that instead of the only witness is the silent trail of destruction left in her wake. It says her only chorus, the vast silence left in her wake. Other than that, it's 100% the same. Oh, weird. Oh. I like the chorus line better. <laughs> chorus line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, we have Sunkissed Summer, which is the new AU that Pool Party <laughs> is now officially a part of because they wanted people to be able to party at the ocean too. <laughs> Great. So now we've got this. Thanks, Riot. Set in a summer setting, each champion's equipped with summertime clothing. And it encompasses Ocean Song and Pool Party. This one's Pool Party Oriana. With her latest outfit, Oriana is finally able to submerge completely in aquatic biomes. This brings her great joy, as a day at the beach previously required subsequent weeks of scrubbing salt, sand, and sometimes an angry crab out of her gears. <laughs> And I've got an early fun fact for this one, too. Oh, shit. Uh, Oriana was actually first seen in Pool Party Lee Sin splash art, but wearing a different outfit, mm. uh, which is why they said, with her latest outfit, mm. Oriana is. Oh. Okay. Yeah, she's got a different swimsuit in that one. Now I gotta look it up. <laughs> Next up, we got Snowdown Showdown. Set around the mythos and festivals of Runeterra's Time of Snowdown and real-world winter holiday festivals. All the champion skins were inspired by these regional or festive cultures, and it encompasses three skin lines. Snow Day, Snowdown Showdown, and Winter Wonder. And this one is Winter Wonder Oriana. A strange clockwork girl imbued with the magic of the winterlands, Oriana once lived within a snow globe created by a kindly old inventor. At the end of his life, he freed her, and now she searches for greater purpose, serving in the court of the Poro King. 
And uh, she makes a cameo in the Be Your Best Santa skin cinematic from 2017, where they're looking to find a replacement for Santa because Brahms out of commission. She's not one of the ones that's being considered. She's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. She's part of the court. I think this is better Gwen, now that I think about it. <laughs> this is better Gwen. <laughs> Sorry. but All Oriana skins are just better mm-hmm. Gwen. And we've got uh, Be Mine... Which is the renamed AU that encompasses Heartseeker and Heartbreaker. Oh my god, I was sure if it was going to be her B skin. Nope, that's a different <laughs> one. <laughs> that would have been good, though. Uh, so this is set in a world where uh, romance dominates, and each of the champions wear romantically themed attire. This one's Heartseeker Oriana. A mechanical girl built to find and comfort broken hearts, Oriana still does not understand why people run from her when she's only trying to help them. Still... She goes about her duties diligently, performing beautiful clockwork dances for any who would give her a chance. Hmm. Uh, and then we have Victorious, which did not previously have a lore blurb introducing huh? it, but we do now. Isn't it just supposed to be like a fashion show? Well, I mean, they were a fashion show, but they didn't actually have like a lore blurb for the AU because they were always just like the, these are what you get if you hit gold. Hmm. <laughs> But now, <clears throat> champions conquer their enemies and ascend to new heights, achieving their wildest dreams and showing off their hard-earned spoils to any and all who want to look upon true greatness. Mm. Yeah, This one's Victorious Oriana. Her body has been reforged by Piltover's finest artificers and enhanced with experimental hextech. Uh, she doesn't have those cool outfits or, or blurb as the other victorious yeah. ones. I'm yeah, that's a little I'm disappointing. <laughs> yeah. We'll come up with our own, our own little catwalk yeah. intro for her. <laughs> Wearing a metallic dress, which does not move in sync with the rest of her body. Uh, <laughs> welcome, this mistress of the balls. Mistress. Free ball in it, as always. <laughs> Mistress of the Balls. Damn. (laughs) Romance does dominate. (laughs) Uh, We've got bees. Set in a world where champions are bees. Dressed as bees or beekeepers. This one is Orbiana. (laughs) Careful not to get honey caught in those gears. Is that all it said? Oh my god. <laughs> the the BAU is it's nothing so if not good. brief. <laughs> I love it. Sure. <laughs> that said. Yep, with that being said, now we're on to Star Guardian, folks. <clears throat> get get your drinks, get this comfortable. Is, oh, this is Wild Rift, isn't it? It is Wild Rift. She's part of Zaya's team. Son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Okay. In a vast and dark universe, young warriors are chosen by fate to protect the light of the stars. They are destined to burn bright, but collapse as furiously as they shine. This one is Star Guardian Oriana. When this robot girl wished upon the first star, it granted her deepest desire to become human. With that gift came all the responsibilities of a Star Guardian. Oriana analyzed the risks. Her chances of uh, failing are 1.3%. Of successfully blending in with high schoolers, the odds aren't looking great. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, as all Star Guardians, she also has her own official bio. Um, 
so Oriana, excited. It's got all the bit from the last thing where she like wished upon the you know the first star and all that. Oriana excitedly, excitedly absorbs any new bit of information she finds, from the whole of history to the taste of every sugary candy. Her favorite discovery, dance. Her attempts to emulate the hypnotic ways in which the body follows the beat of a song improve each day. And meet her magical medium, Talker. Talker is a delightful and curious creature with an extraordinary ability for analytics. Though constructed of metal, it was given life by the same wish that made Oriana human. Talker's wish is to choreograph a graceful dance among the stars and have the confidence to pull it off. Now, Talker is her ball in this AU, and it is a little owl. It's very cute. Uh, okay. Uh, now, she's, now there's, there's the visual novel Another Sky, which unfortunately I don't have any of the lore for because this was a Wild Rift thing that happened, and no one uploaded the Wild Rift shit to oh, the no. wiki. So I don't have any of this, um, but unlike the um, unlike the other bit, like unlike the Kaisa uh, Akali story, um, the Zaya story did get its own run of comics to go through the lore instead. So oh, there are five okay. comics that kind of tell the story of of Zaya's team. Uh, so Oriana does show up in that, and the comics are called Starcrossed. Uh, so basically, by the time we meet Oriana, Zaya's already recruited Senna and Seraphine, and now she's looking for some technical know-how. So she, Senna, and Seraphine are spying on Oriana from afar, um, and they're spying on her practicing being human. Uh, but then Dark Rakan opens a portal and six monsters on him. So they're having a hard time until Oriana just one-shots all of <laughs> Dark Rakan's minions. Um <laughs> And then she lets them know that the chances of redeeming Rakan are less than 1%. But then they teach her about the variable power of love. You're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then when the other Star Guardian group was doing their thing, like in the city, fighting like Fiddlesticks, Morgana, and all that shit, uh, Zaya's group was fighting Rakan. And there was like one interaction at this point, which is not Oriana-related necessarily, but I liked anyway. (laughs) Uh, So... He like she's got her knives out and she's like, Zaya, baby, what's with the knives? It's like I don't even know you anymore. She's like, That's a lie. I was always into knives. <laughs> and then he was like, Pfft, nice comeback. Where'd you get it? Liquidation sale at the comeback emporium. Boom! You got joked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have fun, you know. We have fun here. Mondays, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I from now on am getting you only Monday's merch. <laughs> but it's all, all gonna have Garfield yep, on it. All, all holidays, all birthdays. Uh, it's just gonna be uh, hating the Monday. Sounds like someone's got a case of the Monday. <laughs> so it'll be Garfield and Office Space. Yeah, right. that's true. Oh, you get your ass kicked for saying that. Um, <laughs> love that <laughs> when they're watching her practice be human is it like mulan like pr- practicing being a soldier before she goes down into the camp because that's what i oh. picture in my brain i love that um let's get down to business it's a little bit she's like to be tend. she's just kind of like giggling and stuff like ha 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 no that wasn't quite right mm. ha 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 and they're just like watching, like, what the fuck is she doing? 
Uh, anywho, the fight with Rakan doesn't go great. He gets away, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to be rescued by Ari and MF. But then they all join forces, and Ori says, This will be fun. Like her in-game quote. Wow. Oh, she said yeah. it. Yeah. She said it. She has, <laughs> that's the title of the movie. <laughs> uh, in the end, they chase him down, and uh, you know they fire everything at him, but he's too strong. But then Zaya learns to embrace the darkness in herself and mix it with the light. It's very Kingdom Hearts. And then she sends <laughs> all her friends back to Valoran City to safety and saves Rakan herself. And then they all live happily ever after. That's not very Kingdom Hearts, because I understood it. No, you know. (laughs) I'm sure they all eventually live happily ever after. Uh, And this has a few cinematics. We got Everything Goes On, which is a a music video, which, I mean, this song fucking slaps. And the music video is heartbreaking. We don't see a ton of Ori, but she, Seraphine, and Senna stop Zaya from accidentally jumping off a roof, chasing one of Rakan's feathers. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have the New Dreams cinematics. Uh, these are the vlogs for Zaya's team. Um, in Seraphine's blog, Oriana's calculating the damage dealt to test dummies by the team. Seraphine deals 55% damage to the test dummies. Senna deals 250%. Oh, man. Then Seraphine gets all sad. Why is Seraphine even here? <laughs> you know, she brings the power of heart. <laughs> she... My heart and your heart become one heart. <laughs> Don't look at the other side of this heart. Don't look at the darkness of the heart. (laughs) (sighs) Later, Seraphine trains, and she also deals 250%, so Uh, it all works out. Uh, In Oriana's blog, Senna's watching Ori practice dancing, um, and then she gets caught, and Ori says, I'm doing it to practice fight choreography. And Senna's like, I mean, it's cool, Ori. If if you want to have fun, just have fun. You don't have to. (laughs) It doesn't have to be a thing. What uh, is fun? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, then we see them in like an actual fight and Oriana's blogging and it looks like they're going to lose but then she has Talker do a massive hit that saves everybody's life but it damages Talker. And then we mm-hmm. see her repairing him and all the other guardians give her a big hug but then she manages to fix it and she and Zaya have a moment where she's like, you fix Talker? And she's like, I'm beginning to believe anything can be fixed with a little help. And then, you know, they, they haven't rescued Rakan at this point, so Zaya gives her a knowing look. Mm. Like, I hope so. Aw. Yeah. And then in the final one, all the Guardians have, like, this touching moment about saving Rakan because they're all just kind of chilling around a table. And Senna, for the record, loves romance novels in this AU. That's adorable. And they, like, catch her reading it, and, like, they're asking her questions about it. And she's like, no, it's about star-crossed lovers and doing anything you can to, you know... Uh, to rescue the ones you love. And Seraphine was like, wait a minute, that's like... And then Ori's like, Zaya. And then Zaya was, you know, outside the door listening and they see her and she runs away and she's crying because she's still sad about Rakan because they uh, haven't rescued him yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> but they do, they rescue him. It's good. And that's, those are the AUs, folks. Mm. That's, good job, honey. that's it. That's, cool. that's all of them. We did it. And oh. we did it. <laughs> we have a few fun facts, though. Yeah. <laughs> babies, am I right? <laughs> Nothing drives you to smoking. Like. Just blowing it in the baby's face. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's not the 90s anymore, Mark. Calm down. <laughs> I learned everything I know about parenting from watching Pinocchio. Yeah, the Lost Boys. Okay. I got, no, no, that's I got it. it. The, 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 
I forget what the date island is. You know Pinocchio when they all go and they smoke cigars? Yeah, they're like throwing it. They're just throwing cigars to those children. (sighs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. They changed that in the live action. What? Weirdly enough, they don't have the kids smoking cigars anymore. When can I be on my own? And they drink in root beer. Oh, my God. (laughs) If y'all haven't seen the Polly Shore (laughs) Pinocchio movie, you owe it to you. Father, when do I get out to be on my own? (laughs) What the fuck are y'all talking about? I have no... Okay, we're going to send you that trailer. This this was apparently the fucking year of Pinocchio remakes because we had the live-action Disney Pinocchio remake. We've got the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio remake, but there was also a weird-ass fucking... Uh, Pinocchio remake where Pinocchio was voiced by Polly Shore. Yeah, I don't know why. And he, yes, yes, he and is he, supposed to be a little voice. And he was not trying to sound like anything other than Polly Shore. <laughs> okay. I, I'm, I'm, We're going right. to have to send you Father! I need your reaction when you see this trailer, Mark. So we're gonna have you're gonna have to watch it. When I just need to, when you just hear Polly Shore speak for the first time, is the only only point you need to watch up to. Okay, all right. Anyway, uh-huh. go to your fun facts, John. I'll find this video. All right, fun facts, fun facts. Uh, Oriana's voiced by uh, Heath Pennington, um, and Star Guardian Oriana is voiced by Xanthi Wynn in uh, all the the Wild Rift marketing material and all that stuff. Uh, her first title was called The Clockwork Girl, but was renamed The Lady of Clockwork uh, the night before her release to avoid copyright concerns. Concerns with... What is that? Am I just an idiot? Am I like forgetting? Like... I don't know exactly. I actually looked up The Clockwork Girl, but like the only thing I could find was um, a TV show, but mm-hmm. it, the TV show was like after her release, so I don't think that was it. So it must have been something else. Yeah, weird. I'm curious. I'm curious what that was in reference to. Also... I'm sure that was a fun fucking release, like, meeting. Right? <laughs> uh, Great. I'm just imagining us having to, like, change the, the back-end name in the player support tool, too. I'm sure it's, I'm sure it says, like, I'm sure it says something that's not even fucking related. It says, like, tick, TikTok lady or something like that. Well, you know, before that was right? a thing. It's just something that's just Why? wrong. <laughs> Ogre Wind lady, up Wendy. Right. Wind up Wendy. <laughs> who's who's Troll Champ? Oh, that's Oriana. <laughs> uh, for real, y'all. We uh for the longest time in player support, when we had to like do anything related to the champion names, we could not see their in-game names. All we could see were their production names. Oh. So we had to like make our best inference about what some and like a lot of them were pretty self-explanatory like you know wukong was the monkey king and all this shit but sometimes you'd see something like uh dark champion oh yeah. god what I the was fuck trying to is dark what... champion <laughs> for the record trindamir is dark champion obviously i think that's like what they were called yeah god damn fuck me <laughs> weird yeah glad that was changed cryo phoenix oh. yeah cryo phoenix yeah uh her first incarnation was inspired by uh, Hong Mei Ling from the Toho Project, which I now know how to pronounce, thanks to people who <laughs> let me know how to pronounce it after our <laughs> item episode. So y'all rock. Um, and the current version is inspired, probably inspired by a different character from the Toho Project, uh, Yomu Kampaku. Uh, originally, Vaido Violante, uh, who is a former apprentice of her father, Corin Revik, 
created the Atlas Gauntlets, a pair of which were used by Vi. Oh. They so were that's really... like old lore how the Atlas Gauntlets came about. They, they, yeah, they were really harping on the Vi thing there, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vido Violante. Uh. And in episode eight of Arcane, we talked about this a little bit, but the as-of-yet-unnamed doctor professes that he once had a daughter whom he lost, and the picture of his daughter that he carries uh, with an appendant resembles Oriana. Fucking hope it's Oriana. Mm. Cool as shit. (laughs) Cool. And finally, Oriana was the last champion priced low, and this is going to be a callback for IPRP, but Oriana was the last champion priced lower than 6,300 IP upon release. Hmm. Yeah, there was a time when Riot released new champions, and they'd be like forty eight hundred IP. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't want to release everyone at sixty three hundred." And then after <laughs> Oriana, they were like, "Nah, everyone's gonna be sixty three hundred." Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's Oriana. Very good. That's it. We did it. Do you have that trailer? Oh, I sent it to Mark. Right? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to like play it over the microphone so you could hear Polly Shore's amazing oh, Pinocchio do, voice. Should I just do uh, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. I'm gonna Let's just fuck this podcast it. up. Crank it. This is now the Polly Shore fan cast. We rebranded last time to the Soup fan cast, but we've evolved. The Polly Pal. Oh, my God. Did you hear it? No. I'm going to need need you to run back again. again. By the way, in YouTube, they like show you the places people have played it the most. And this is where people have played it the most was this polyfurl line. Father, when can I leave to be my own? What the fuck? (laughs) When can I leave to be on my own? I've got the whole world to see. What a fucking what a champion! Didn't give a right. fuck. Did that whole right? Th- Polly Shore, mm. if you are listening to this, I'm sorry. Can we I, have fun here, but like we all know that was a paycheck, and we don't begrudge you for it. I like. I don't know. I well, do don't know. <laughs> What's what the fuck? What's fucking Polly Shore gonna do to us, John? It ain't the '90s. He has no power anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ha- all, the, all the kids listening to this podcast are like, who the fuck is Polly Shore? Why are they but how am I going to get my leaning power Tower of Cheese? <laughs> oh that God. must be a Polly Shore reference. And I am like 90% sure the only Polly Shore movie I've ever seen is in Sino Man. Mm, that was Goofy movie. Yeah, you don't see Oh, uh, he's in Goofy movie? Yeah, he's yeah. one of the voices. He's his best friend. Oh, Max's best friend. To be fair, long time he doesn't have a lot of lines. That's, that's mostly mm. Goof and Goofy. And Max, yeah, <laughs> that that's most of his lines. Is that what and it sound? featured heavily in the trailer? Does he sound like? Does he sound like Pinocchio in it? He does sound Kinda, like Pinocchio, yeah. weirdly enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anywho. are we done? <laughs> that's Oriana. That's Oriana and, and Polly Shore. Shore. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Polly Shore. Oriana. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> someone please draw us a Polly Shoreiana. <laughs> Biodome? Uh, got, she's got the ball? Oh, bio, I have seen oh, Biodome, actually. I forgot about that one. Your oh, brain just scrubbed me. it okay. from memory. It did. I saw it right. once, and I was like, that was enough. Fa- was it father-in-law? Or like, 
What's that? What's that? What's that? Bri- bride, uh, bride, bride in law, fa- father of the bride. We, we can't just sit here and try to think of Polly. Father of the bride. He's in father yes. of the bride. He's the he's the husband that what? that the, the daughter's going to marry that the dad does not like. Surprisingly wow. enough, but father. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. I've got a whole world to show your daughter. <laughs> imagine your daughter bringing home Polly Shore right now. <laughs> Put yourself in that head We have daughters now. We can't re- imagine that. I Honestly, I'd be furious if she brought home Polly Shore. <laughs> I might kill him. I don't know what would happen. I might kill him. <laughs> <laughs> right. We have to what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, Oriana. That was Oriana. Thank that was Oriana. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we are coming up on our 100th episode. Wow. Sorry. John put way too much into it, and Mark sounded like he wanted to die. So, <laughs> was, well, the ho- two sides of every coin. Yeah, I'm hoping the combination of the two will be good. Um, anyway, we are going to do a Q&A for our 100th episode. We're not going to do a regular champion episode. So if you have any questions for us, if you could email them at leagueoflorheads at gmail.com, we would really appreciate it. Or hit us up on the Discord. Yeah, or Twitter. Or Twitter. Um, we did our history, so you know, feel free to ask us. Oh, well, it's just it's just me and John who did the uh, Lore of the Loreheads, but we'll get Mark in there one day. Yeah, yeah. Write your questions yeah, on yeah, a yeah. post-it and throw it into the street. It'll find its Ooh, way to us. Yeah, I like that. We'll find it. <laughs> Polly Shore will get it to us. He's not doing much these days. <laughs> I heard you have a daughter. <laughs> Make Polly Shore just like a raving pervert. I don't know. I, there's nothing in his history that suggests that he's like this. By the way, I'm very sorry, Polly Shore. Genuinely, it triggered like a fight or flight reflex in me when you did that. <laughs> You're about to fucking fight for your little girl. All right, <laughs> fight Polly Shore. Uh, anyway, we do have a Twitter. It's at Loreheads. We also have a Twitch, twitch.tv slash Loreheads. John streams very regularly <laughs> every Saturday, generally, or Sunday. Um, every other week he does TFT, and then he does a random indie game. Yeah, he'll he'll hang with you if you if you pop on in there. Yeah. I'll stream again at some point, league, but our, <laughs> you know, it's been, it's been rough. John's been back at work. It's just a weird time. <laughs> Uh, we have a YouTube as well. We post these episodes there, and John has some parody songs. Maybe a new one. Maybe Freeballin' will be up there <laughs> soon. I really genuinely hope so. <clears throat> we do have a Discord. The link is in the description of this episode, and it is pinned on our Twitter if you want to hang over there and chat with us. And we have a Patreon. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. But a very special thank you to our Madarda tier and all chat tier enabled patrons. If you were poisoned in Zon, I would also slowly replace your body parts so that you could live on. Oh, Jesus. They'd be all shitty, Sounds though. cool. It's romantic. Are you going to list them? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so a, a special thank you to... Uh, <laughs> Taking your body parts. <laughs> Chloe Things, Kindred Enjoyer, King of Hearts, Mylect, Rel, Shupa Moustache, and Techno Robert. Y'all rock. Yeah. yeah thank y'all. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll have a new Patreon bonus episode. Oh yeah, we're, when this comes up, we're brewing. We're brewing something right brewing now. Halloween special. We did the prep work. Yeah. <laughs> now we just gotta pull the trigger. <laughs> okay. Uh, and, oh god, I don't have this open. And join us next week because we're gonna talk about the fire below the mountain, Orn. Is that what Orn sounds like? Yes.
uh, kind of, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I thought you were doing Earth. Well, <laughs> yeah.